love a big, strong man who's not afraid to show it with someone half his size. Be gentle, it's my first time. Thanks, I just... <gasps> you make it so easy, don't you? Always waiting for some bad man to save you. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Shut up and breathe it more popcorn. Shut up and breathe it more popcorn. Waka waka, guys. What is up? Oh, wait, I fucked that up. Uh, welcome to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. It's your boy Nicho back at it in the house to talk to you guys about 2004's Catwoman. Yeesh. Regarded as one of the worst comic book films ever. Ever. So, get yourself something to drink, grab you a snack, get into whatever kind of uh, relaxation and enjoy this episode afterward from the sponsor. Having trouble in the bedroom? Having issues when you go to the urinal? Is there any kind of private details you just don't feel comfortable with explaining to your current physician? Hi, I'm Dr. Cisneros, Dr. C. I will treat you with the utmost respect and dignity for all these private number one issues. Walk-ins are welcome. Set up an appointment. All are welcome. Just give me a call. Dr. C will help you pee. Welcome back, guys. Like I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about 2004's Catwoman. Starring Halle Berry, Benjamin Bratt, Sharon Stone... And eh, a few other people. Alex Borstein. You may know may know her from Mad TV. Uh, she voices Lois Griffin on Lois Griffin on the Family Guy show. Very talented actress. Very funny. I remember her from Mad TV. Mad TV was the shit. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Now, if you it may say maybe it's two thousand one, two thousand two ish, whatever, and you were hurt three-ish, okay, when you heard, hey, they're making a Catwoman movie, you'd be like, all right, cool, is it going to be with Michelle Pfeiffer, is it going to finally give us that ending teaser, you know, bring, you know, that ending of Batman Returns where we see her head kind of raise up and we think that she's dead, but she's not really dead, are we going to get a continue, what are we going to do, like, you get a little excited, right, and then the trailer drops, or you start hearing more, I mean, I don't know, I can't remember how it was back in the day, I mean, it's not a. I mean, the internet was a thing, but there was no social media. I mean, if you heard something here or there, you never knew. Entertainment Weekly. I know for me, Entertainment Weekly and random stuff that would be on the homepage of like Yahoo or Hotmail or whatever. That would kind of you know. Oh, okay. Let me click this and see what the fuck they're talking about. Nowadays, everything's on Twitter or any other social media, and, and even TikToks. People are like, hey, like. The, yesterday, I apparently they're making a Super Mario Brothers movie, an animated movie. Like what? Like, oh, Sonic did it, and they did pretty good. And uh, oh yeah, Edis Elba is gonna be Knuckles in the next Sonic movie. How badass is how badass is that? See, I'm I'm stuttering on my words, but 
I'm talking about like 2002, 2003, like how we got our news, movie news and stuff like that. And so, you know, you're a little excited, like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, Cat, a Catwoman movie. All right, cool. I mean, now it's, too, you know, it's early 2000s. Everybody's, we got Daredevil, this and that, you know, uh, how bad could it be? Then they probably announced that Halle Berry is going to be the Catwoman. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I mean, and a black Catwoman isn't unheard of. I mean, 1966 a TV show had like three actresses play Catwoman. And Arthur Kitt uh, played one of them. Now, I grew up, and that's one of the reasons why I'm a, a Batman fan, is because I grew up and cue the train. Sorry, guys. I live next to a train track. So every once in a while, when I do record, I get the occasional burp, burp. So it's passed. And where did I leave off? I was talking about the 1966 Batman TV show. And that's how I grew up loving Batman. Um, as a kid watching the reruns. And it's campy and it's colorful and it's bow, bing, boo, bow. Like, okay, yay. Tune in next time, kids, to find out. And that was awesome. And then I watched, I got into the 89 Batman. And at first, I don't know if I can remember what I was thinking, but I, rem I remember thinking, this isn't a cartoon. This isn't campy. This is kind of gothic. This is kind of dark. But I loved it anyway, because it's Batman, right? Batman saves the day, kicks ass, looks cool doing it. Uh, and so in 66, Catwoman was played by three actresses uh julie newmar uh she was portrayed also by lee merriweather and like i said eartha kitt in in the third season um so back to the film so when i heard that they were coming out with this movie that's going to be Halle berry it's like okay cool maybe i mean it wasn't unheard of of you know casting somebody of a different ethnicity than the character. Um, as years progress since then, we've seen it a bunch of times. I mean, currently the Mary Jane of the Tom Harlan uh, Spider-Man MCU uh, is a black chick. Um, and we still haven't gotten a fucking trailer. I'm really, 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 really anxious to see what they're going to show us when they, whenever they do show us because you know that shit's going to bring out that whole Toby Maguire, I was gonna say Toby Keith, Toby Maguire, and and uh, what the fuck said Andrew Garfield. Um, so, anyways, um, so having her play Selena Kyle was like okay, cool. I mean, Halle Berry's a well-known actress. Well, I mean, but shit, up to this point, she's been in oh X Men. So she was Storm, and of course, uh, I mean her bio page whatever her filmography is is loaded um it still looks bomb as fuck like I mean, you can't watch a movie with Halle Berry and I'd be like damn you know what I mean like swordfish you know what I mean fellas what's up and uh what's that one she banks Billy Bob Thornton in what's up uh <laughs> but nonetheless oh and she was in that she was a bond girl too up to this point so very talented actress very very sexy uh so being catwoman was like okay she's got the sexiness down what's up with the acting and like she fight blah 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 well obviously she can fight she played storm uh 
but she's a completely different character. She, I don't think this, I don't even think she has a comic book uh, background. I mean, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. I mean, there's been dozens of Catwomen. I mean, but they're all Selena Kyle. And of course, I'm look. I'm looking as right now. Uh, to the different, quote unquote, Catwomen are. And I mean, the only, obviously, the only one that pops to mind is Selena Kyle. She's Selena Kyle in Batman Returns. Selena Kyle in The Dark Knight Rises. Even Selena Kyle in, I believe, the new Batman movie that hasn't, that's being filmed and hasn't dropped yet. It's supposed to. I think it premieres in October of next year, I believe. Not sure. Don't quote me. Uh, but nonetheless, the well-known uh, Catwoman is Selena Kyle. Now, I don't have a list in front of me. And I'm not going to waste your time going through this bullshit to figure out, oh, this this person, this too. I mean, there's Wikipedia. And I'm actually on Wikipedia and it says Alter Ego, Selena Kyle. So there's no other person as a Catwoman. So the mythos in the film, which we're going to get into pretty soon, is that there have been a number of cat women in the, in the history that this one cat, or I believe it's this one cat uh, named Midnight, goes into the world and, and, and looks for people who would be deserving of this power. So she kind of like tests you. Or she, I mean, she tests... Uh, I'm just gonna say Halle Berry Cat, but uh, Patience. But then his name is weird. Patience Phillips, PP. <laughs> She's named PP. Patience. I've I've I think I've heard of people named like weird names like that, but I've, I don't think I mean nothing. Nobody really comes to mind. Patience, really, Phillips. Anyway, so she's kind of like a people pleaser. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hum hum. There's a lot of sorries in this fucking film. And it's not intentional because it is not, you know, I mean, eh, it's not awesome. You can tell by the, some of the CGI is kind of weird. And then, like, my chick pointed out that she has weird, she has, she looks like she has weird boobs. And it's like, well, maybe she's like a push-up bro. I don't know. But we, when she first kind of does her thing, and I'm kind of jumping around here, but I should start from the beginning. But when we see her kind of like, before she be, does dons the little sexy outfit bullshit and the fucking Mickey Mouse mask. She is in like a black suit that I think her friend gave, sent, gave, gifted her, played by Alex Borstein, who's named is Sally. And she is like, not slutty, but she's like, oh, I'll do anything and I'll do you. She's kind of hoish. Um, she's a hoish friend. So... Anyway, so she's like a people person and she's working at as a graphic designer for a cosmetics company. Uh, I think it's called Hedar, Hard, Hader, Hader, Hader Beauty. And it's run by her boss, uh, George Hader, and his wife, Laura. Laurel. Laura. Laurel? Fuck, I don't know. Sharon Stone, that bitch. She's fucking. She's not crossing her legs and showing her punocha. She's actually. She's actually bad. Like, I think I remember when they were marketing this movie that they made it seem like she was the bad guy. So they fucking screwed the pooch there by kind of not kayfabing the fact that the bad guy is her. In the movie, if you didn't, 
like if you're marketing this movie and and you don't throw out that part you would believe okay well george is the bad guy george is a dick george is this almighty like he's the bad guy and then in the movie you find out oh shit swerve it's her and this bitch is like indestructible that would maybe actually make this movie a little bit cooler i guess because i remember in the trailers they're fighting so obviously if you see them fighting it's because she's a bad person but in the movie they make she she befriends catwoman only to betray her and frame her for the death of her husband. Spoiler alert. Uh, we haven't even gotten to the part. Okay, so anyway, she's a people pleaser and her boss is a dick, played by Lambert Wilson. People may remember him from The Matrix. He is uh, the dude. What the fuck was his name? Anyway, he was, uh, oh, the Mervinagin, the French dude from The Matrix movies. Um, anyway, so she, he, he bitches at her about a project that, oh, this, this doesn't look like the way I told you, blah, 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 and you, you better fix it, blah, blah, blah. So she fixes it and she has, she sends for a carrier to go take it to him. I guess he's at the factory or whatever, wherever he might be. They never, excuse me, they never show up and she basically takes it to them and overhears that this new cream that they're going to release is harmful to people and it's actually poison like look at look at what happens to this they had a picture of a model and her face is all fucked up like look like burns and scratches and all for like two-faced looking shit and this and she overhears them the security guards go after her and basically she makes her way into like a drainage pipe of some sorts and they lock her in there and they flush it. And this motherfucker shoots out, shoots her out of the fucking, like she goes to the edge of the drainage pipe and she's like, oh, and right before she can even make a decision to jump or, or climb and get out of the way, the fucking water or whatever, the caca water or whatever it is, the water pushes her off and basically drowns her and she dies. Now, before all this happens, uh, like I told you, the Midnight Cat, whatever, an Egyptian Mayu cat. Great. I don't even know how the fuck they can tell. I'm pretty sure people know breeds and this and that. I see a gray cat, a gray spotted cat. Pretty cat. Um, as long as the motherfucker isn't meowing. I have a bunch of fucking cats outside my door every morning because I made the mistake of feeding or one was left on the doorstep. And then these other motherfuckers showed up. Never feed stray cats. They won't fucking leave you alone. And I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to put them in a bag and throw them over a bridge. I'm not an asshole. So I'll just keep feeding them until they figure out or stop feeding or whatever. You know, I'm I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I see a great cat. So if I see a great cat, if I'm her and this motherfucker won't leave me the fuck alone, I guess I'm feeding it. <laughs> uh, but this cat kind of just stares at her in random spots. Like I think the first time she sees it, She's, like I said, she's kind of like, oh, can you guys, can you, the neighbors, can y'all please turn down your music a little bit? And they're just looking at her from across the fucking alleyway like, oh, oh what? Okay, whatever. Go back to bed, bitch. Uh, she closes the door. She sees a cat before she does it. And then when she closes the window, sorry, not door, window, it disappears. And this motherfucker does that a bunch of times. So you know there's something magical about this fucking midnight cat. She sees a cat again. 
on her I guess it's her windowsill or something and it and it climbs above one of the windows and so she's trying to get it and so she's t- she's climbing outside the window there's no fire escape or nothing there's just what the fuck and she go and she's it makes it look like she's about to jump and commit suicide so Benjamin Brett who people know from Blood In Blood Out Law and Order Miss Congeniality bunch of other movies uh, I was gonna say La Bamba that's not him uh, damn fail dude you fail you fucked up um, but a blood in blood out everybody knows that movie give me some chun chun <laughs> anyways so he sees her looks like she's gonna commit suicide he's a cop he stops and he's like don't do it let me help you well she's like oh. against she's about to she's on top of an AC unit and so he makes his way to the apartment and helps and saves her. And then he sees a cat that she's talking about because when he she's like, I'm just here to get this cat. And the cat's gone. Little shits. Because they, they do that. They climb up there and you try to help them. The motherfuckers either scratch at your ass or two minutes later, they're next to you. I've seen it. Anyways. <laughs> uh, he starts, he likes her. Like from the get-go. He's like, oh, and she's in not she's not in her sexy form. She's kind of in like like nerdy form, whatever. Uh, well, he invites her to have coffee the following morning. Well, the following morning is right after she dies, and is brought back to life by these cats. Like first of all, these motherfuckers come out of nowhere, and she just uh, the midnight brings her back to life and brings her back to life with powers. It's later. You know, we find out that uh, Midnight is owned by an eccentric cat lady named Ophelia Powers. Patience takes her and says, like, oh, this is your cat. She's not ready to understand what's going on with her. She's just kind of like, here, take your cat. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Bye. Bye. And she's, she starts acting like a fucking cat. Now, I can't remember if in Batman Returns that Michelle Pfeiffer actually acted like a... Yeah, she did when she was roaming around in the fucking department store. But like eating cans of tuna. I don't know. Um, so. She starts to have a relationship with. Uh, Detective Tom Lone. Which is Benjamin Brett's uh, character. And then we start to see. the. I mean we. From the beginning we see the relationship between. Sharon Stone and her husband. Uh, Laurel and George. They have kind of like, like. You know. He's cheating on her. She knows it. But she's like. Whatever. Uh, so in a way she's like kind of like plotting maybe I should kill this motherfucker but eh, maybe not and then whenever uh, Catwoman goes and I mean after she's already they okay Catwoman is a burglar cat burglar you know she she steals stuff so they're starting we're starting to see like the character difference between who Patience Phillips was and this new patient we'll call, you know Catwoman she's like more confident more you know sexy you can hear it in her tone and then when she sees the jewelry she's like ooh, she's like i gotta get that shit so she goes back to the jewelry store and notice and says but i notices that it's being robbed so she foils the robber's plan and she actually takes the fucking jewelry and shit with her and then she wakes up she finds out sorry guys uh, she finds out that she stole it. She puts it all in a bag, writes sorry, and sends it back to wherever they, uh, where they're investigating the robbery. 
now before this like i said she had died and she was asked out to coffee well she didn't make it to the coffee so when she goes back to see tom the detective tom uh she brings him a cup of coffee and on it is written sorry now why am i talking about this well the way she signs it it's obvious we're going to see it play out when the bag has sorry written on it too that he's going to realize oh shit these kind of look the same oh fuck i'm dating the fucking bad guy um that's a thing <laughs> so he figures it out later down the road but as as a viewer you see how it, you know okay well he's got to know that the signature on the cup and the signature on the bag are the same and he's dating the bitch he's dating the cat woman uh we don't find out he doesn't find out later till after their, like their second date or third date i guess maybe it's their second date they end up banging and like a nosy motherfucker after he just got banging Oh, lay back in bed and do it again. No, I'm going to get up and just snoop. This motherfucker snoops around her goddamn apartment, finds her nails. Now, at this time, she's cut her hair. Uh, she's got that costume, like, you know, basically like a two-piece bikini. Sexy as hell. And at the same time, she's wearing this fucking Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse helmet. To me, it looked like Mickey Mouse. I'm sorry. But she looked like Mickey Mouse. Uh, Minnie got her groove back, you know, and it's like, so, and they've already had a confrontation when she, now she's investigating her murder, which was, eh, okay, cool, but how are we going to figure, you know, how their, the story, you know, the, how is the story going to be about, oh, she just turns into a cat woman and starts burglarizing and fighting people, no, so she's investigating her murder, she finds the dude that actually, she remembers shooting at him, she fucks with him at a strip club or a bar or something he admits that um that it was george or it was you know uh the hero or she that it was that company or whatever so or that it was george some she goes after him and she attacks him at like a at a, a play or something like almost like abraham lincoln like he's sitting in a box and uh she escapes because they come after her and in the process, she gets cornered by, uh, I was going to Dr. Tom, Dr. Tom, Detective Tom Lone, which is kind of a cool name, but kind of weird. Like, I'm Tom Lone. I mean, he's Hispanic. He should be like uh, Tom, fuck, Armando, <laughs> Armando Lone, Lonesome Dove. I don't know. Anyway, so he's he gets a close-up at her nails, so he kind of knows what they look like. And they fight, blah, 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 kind of flirt. Or she flirts with him as Catwoman. He's like, no, I'm taken. I'm taken by someone kind of looks like you. But I don't know if it's you or not just yet. So he, as he's snooping, he sees the nails. He's like, oh, shit, it's her. And then he takes a glass that has, like, her lips on it to get DNA, forensics, CSI or whatever. And he comes to the realization, yeah, it's the same person. Fuck. So he... She, she goes after George at their house and is confronted by Sharon Stone where she tells him, okay, this is before the uh, Abraham Lincoln scene. So she tells him, oh, he's at this play. Here, take my phone. So somehow she, quote unquote, teams up with the wife, Sharon Stone. And then that shit happens. Throw my fucking phone in a goddamn ditch. Anyways, uh, 
so when she missed her opportunity, she gets a call from Sharon Stone's character saying, okay, now's the time to come after him, blah, blah, blah. He's here. What do you need me to do? Or she goes like, I'm on her way. Somehow they have fucking FaceTime technology in 2003, 2004 off a Nokia phone because I don't know about y'all and I don't remember Nokia having fucking FaceTime technology. I mean, I know they had technology to keep a phone uh, durable as fuck, but I don't remember them having FaceTime picture, you know, messaging. Somehow, Sharon Stone's phone is above and beyond uh, the present technology or current at their present time. You know what I mean? So she does. She sends her a video message or whatever. Anyways, well, I mean that might be possible. To, I don't know. Fuck, remember. So um, she goes out there to, to quote unquote team up with her only to realize she's already killed George. She's scratched that motherfucker's face. She's pinning it on her. And so when she escapes, she goes home and is confronted by Dr. Tom, <laughs> Detective Tom Lone. I'm Lone. For you. But that doesn't make no fucking sense. Anyway, so he he's like, you can tell he's heartbroken like a motherfucker. He's like, damn, I got arrested. I got got to do my job and so she's locked up and he's and she's telling her the k like this is what's going on you know this bitch is going to poison women once they release this bullshit and she's pinning the crime she killed the scientist i forgot to mention that she when she went to investigate the guy that shot her she killed the scientist she killed her husband the bitch is crazy go arrest her now Long story short, they fight. Uh, she finds out that Laurel has been using this skin cream for ages, even though it's going to be, I guess it's her recipe, whatever. It makes her skin indestructible. Like The, the, the effects of it making your face look like Two-Face and burns and all this and that, if you keep using the cream, it will prevent that but at the same time makes her indestructible like she can't feel pain she gets knocked she gets beat the fuck up i think it's said like skin as hard as marble and so catwoman she goes and saves the day basically you know she kicks her out of the fucking window now if this skin makes you as hard it makes indestructible and you fall out of a fucking building wouldn't you survive it this bitch falls face first into a uh, fucking lobby or some shit. And there's no Joker laugh track at the end. You know, there's bitch is dead. So then she uh, leaves messages for her friends. She leaves a message for her friend Sally, who obviously was being a hoe. Cause she went, oh, she was using the cream. She was using the cream too, and it got her sick. She went to the hospital, and she's like, I'm going to find me a doctor. The bitch got a doctor. At the end of the movie, she's sitting at home, and the doctor comes up, kisses her. And it's like, go, girl, get it, get it. Uh, uh. Um, she sends a letter to Detective Tom saying, like, we're, we can't be together or something. Or like, um, you're you're in your world. I have to be in mine. Freedom, this and that. There's a lot of um, positivity in this for like well-headed, strong women. And 
you know, don't be some, don't be a doormat. Because in the movie, you see her, she's like, and even in Batman Returns, you see her kind of being like bullied and this and that. And she has to die to really just take charge of her life and be like, you know what? Fuck no. And you see the duality in it. Um, parts of her, she's like, too, like she, she's not paying attention to the boss. The boss giving her shit. She snaps at him. She gets fired. Yada, yada. You know, it's, it's good in that aspect. But as a comic book movie, I mean, personally, uh, you're making a whole different character for a well-known character. When you had Selena Kyle, just, just, you should have been off of that. You should have gone off of what happened after Batman Returns. She left. She went somewhere else. She became an anti-hero of sorts. And Batman never knew anything of it. You know what I mean? Like, continue that in a way. You know, make it seem like, oh, she moved and she's doing this. But now, um, you know, she's in a new place, a new city. You know, make it a DC city. Because everything in DC isn't, like, there's no New York, Chicago, Detroit. It's... Different cities, Central City, National City, uh, Gotham, Metropolis, you know, uh, Bloodhaven. And so, like, send her into a different town and she's kind of like, you know, doing her thing. She's robbing, you know, she, you know what I mean, talking about, because everybody knows about Catwoman. I'm, I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, this movie was, has been ranked as of today on Rotten Tomatoes, 9%. Tomato meter and 18% on the audience score. It's probably regarded as one of the worst comic book movies ever. Obviously the worst DC movie in all universes. Whether it's the Snyder DCEU verse or, you know, Tim Burton's. Bat- the, out of all DC owned properties that became films, this one is the worst. Which is why... It is on the chopping block. This is the one I'm talking about for this episode for that for that reason. I mean, I think I did the worst MCU, which was Thor. It was kind of, it was kind of a twofer. It was the worst Thor and the worst. I mean, Thor 1 was good. The second one sucked. The third one was awesome. And the fourth one is probably going to be awesome, too, because it's directed by the same director from Ragnarok. Oh. Um, but, yeah, this is probably considered the worst DC film to come out of uh, the pro- the franchise of, you know, DC comics. Um, I'm looking here. It says Halle Berry is the lone bright spot. But even she can't save the laughable action thriller. That's uh, from a critic. What, are, what else? Who else? Let's see what they say. We have one critic say Catwoman, Catwoman makes me want to go. Meow. <laughs> it can't slink. It can't slink from theaters fast enough for me. What the fuck that means? Um, that was funny. I said meow. A uh, hundred million dollars down the drain. That's one critic says. Uh, the screenplay is a hodgepodge of witchcraft, ancient Egyptian lore, pulp feminism, and a dash of S and M. What the fuck? That's fucked up. Yeah, that's kind of true, though. There's a lot of S&M. She whips the fuck out of some motherfuckers with that bullwhip. Um, and, um... That's what, it, what do audiences say? Uh, this 
awful mess is one of the funniest things I've ever watched. Ouch, that had to hurt a lot. By far, in my opinion, the worst comic book film ever made, if you can even call it that. What were they thinking? It fails on every aspect and is definitely not worth your time. Damn, that's cold-blooded. I mean, eh, it was, it was weird. Like, the mask itself, like, look at it. From the side, looks cool. But from the front, I swear to God, it looks like she's wearing Mickey Mouse ears. Like a Mickey Mouse hat. Oh, shit, she looks like the cat dude from uh, PJ Masks. Damn, I didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I dropped that. That's a kid's show. Uh, she looks, I did not, oh, fuck. I'm looking at pictures right now, and that just popped in my head. PJ Masks. Um, so yeah, do me a favor, guys, before I, I mean, I'm going to do it in the outro, but please check out these affiliate links that I'm putting in the, into the description. You do not have to buy these films. You do not have to buy, but if you rent them for like two, three dollars, whatever, it shoots some of that to me. It helps me out, you know, as an affiliate. Um, but I also am like... I guess they say on a deadline, you're supposed to, you know, at least have one or two uh, clicks or links with your, these uh, affiliate links in order to continue your affiliation with whatever. Like, I'm, it's Amazon, so the link is going to be an Amazon Prime video. Um, I think that's the best way to get y'all to see it. I mean, if you have a subscription, I think I saw it on HBO Max, so if you have a subscription, by all means... Uh, do your thing if you want to watch it but if you want to help me out and watch it renting it on Prime Video with these links uh, helps out a lot um, spoiler I kind of do it myself <laughs> I kind of just uh, but then I realized I, have, I guess you have to have so many links or whatever so who knows They might. it might not even be a thing in the next month or two because uh, I don't have a lot of traffic it's no biggie I'll just move on and figure out you know what to do next or whatever but it's something i figured hey if i want to check this movie out and help me out on the podcast you know pretty much appreciated uh so that's going to be it i'm already hitting the 30 minute mark on this explanation so check me out on the outro guys peace look at you there you can't pull a seat in the corner for children chasing rabbits and mythical creatures like myself guys that is the episode i want to thank you so much again for checking it out listening to me talk about these fucking movies uh if you haven't liked or subscribed to the extra butter feed please do me a favor go check out those uh that podcast feed um don't know how to get it go to the description of this episode hit up my link tree and there will be three uh links for the extra butter feed one's going to go to the anchor site one's going to go to the apple and one's going to go to the spotify 
whichever one you use, please like and subscribe it. That way, whenever I throw out an episode, you get you get it right into your player. I believe there's also some RS feeds. Uh, copy those, put them in whatever whatever other player you do listen to. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff out there I haven't even heard of, but the most popular ones and the ones I kind of tend to use is the Apple Podcast app and Spotify. Now, what is Extra Butter? Um, random stuff. I talk about some of the trailers that came out. I know I did a Ghostbusters one. I did a Many Saints in Newark and a Venom Carnage. Now, as of today, there is another Carnage video, uh, trailer that dropped. I'm not going to mess with it, uh, but the Ghostbusters one is formatted in a different way. I did the whole trailer and then I talked about it and I think I throw some commentary in there too. I usually do 30 seconds and then part of me is just like, you know what, fuck, nobody's going to listen. Like, that kind of fucks everything up. Let's do the whole trailer. Fuck it if they flag me and then do my, do my thing. Uh, there's Popcorn and Chill where I review stuff off streaming. Uh, as of today, I haven't done, I watched the newest Suicide Squad, loved it, and I will be recording an episode on that. Um, but then you got one called Bizarro. I call it Bizarro S-U-R-M-P, which is the initials for the show. Uh, and I talk about my favorite installment in that franchise. I did one on the Tim Burton Batman 89, because out of all those four movies from you know our childhood, uh, that's my favorite. I did one on Ninja Turtles 1, because that's my favorite amongst the three. And it's Bizarro. I mean, if you're a comic book person, if you, you know who Bizarro Superman is, you kind of get the gif uh, of what I'm doing there. It's the opposite of the main podcast. Um, what else? I'm work- I worked on a, or I am still kind of working on a website. It's out. It's already launched. I use WordPress.com. I ain't afraid to admit I'm a cheap ass. Uh, but I might go ahead and buy the domain and change it to just shut up popcorn. Uh, but as of now... The link is in the description. Uh, please check that out. And then at the same time, I uh, throw out random stuff there. I think I, the last blog, I just basically got like a blog, but I'll post current episodes, which they did it for me, which is weird because when I got on Anchor on the computer, it said, hey, you want a website or whatever? And they work with WordPress. So I clicked it and they just threw everything at the wall. So I had to spend, figure out how to do it the same way they had it there. But apparently all the episodes are on there. And so that's the thing. It, I'm still tinkering with it, but it's out there. And then there's coming soon a uh, page on there where you kind of see what movies I might be doing next. And their affiliate links are on there. Now, you heard me talk about affiliate links uh, before the outro. The links for movies to come or coming soon are on there too. All you do is click it. It takes you to Amazon Prime Video and you can buy it or rent it. Like I said... I suggest renting it. You ain't got to keep it. Watch it. Help me out. And that's that. And that's this is it. So, again, thank you so much for checking it out. And if you played this all the way through, you are a motherfucking superstar. Rock uh, fingers up. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing the damn hook em sign, but, you know, the rock sign. And y'all can't see me because this isn't a video podcast. This is audio. And, uh... That might be changing pretty soon. I don't know. But I want to thank you again. And I want to remind you, if you're not laughing, you're not living. Take care of yourself and each other. Peace. Nanu, nanu.